Hello, my dear ones. I hope this catches you warm. It's a little cold down here. A little bit. Now, admittingly, it's still in the 60s. <laughs> but when you live in Florida all your life, pretty much, 60s can get cold. 50s, 40s, 30s. <sighs> so I hope this catches you all well. I know some of you are hurting out there, and I want to go continue to read um, your submissions and see if I can help you here a little bit. Uh, this is from a 58-year-old um, Robert. Um, he says uh, he has a B-cell lymphoma cancer. So you, there's a, I've heard a lot of T-cell lymphomas, but uh, B-cell lymphomas, you know, Keep in mind that when you're diagnosed with any cancer, it is about the cell. But a cell hasn't got the ability to be self-aware and travel throughout your body where it wants to, land somewhere and where tissue is already formed, and somehow scoot into that tissue and make other cells what they call cancerous or degenerative. Uh, that, that's pretty kindergarten stuff. So the bottom line though, when you see your cells being damaged, the universal question should always be, well, what's damaging them? Well, go back to the simplicity and the pillars of life, the simplicity behind the insane. Right? The simplicity behind the insane is that there's only two forces at play. No matter what you see, no matter what configuration, there's only two forces at play. How that divides itself from there and how that plays the role of chemistry and physics and everything else is just what you see. But duality is always the simplicity or the pillars that all life rests on in creation. Right? So creation needs form for consciousness to work through. Because without the, say, chemistry or physics of the realm that your body is in, you can't have a body there. So each body has to be made up of the conditions of that particular realm, whether it's the mental worlds, the emotional worlds, the astral worlds, or the physical worlds. Well, down in these physical worlds, if I could use that, is chemistry. So no matter what you see, you have to first pull back and ask yourself, there's only two sides to chemistry. Which side is hurting me? Which side is affecting my other chemistry? Because everything's chemistry. If you tear the body apart, you tell the cells apart, you tell everything apart, it is all chemistry. And then what happens when you break down chemistry? What do you get? Light and sound. What you get when you bust the atom of course, is frequencies of electromagnetic energy. And then you get into the higher realms of, say, the emotional or astral, and then the much higher realms of the mind. Now you're getting into pure energy where the embodiments are not so physical looking. So uh, when you get down into these levels, you're talking about chemistry damaging my cells. For some odd reason, 
these high, smart, intellectual, academic gurus uh, are focusing on the cell and blaming the cell for the problem. And that kills all these people because they're willing to do, and you wrote down here, when can I uh, talk? I need your help. Doctors want chemo. Who cares what they want? Who cares what a medical doctor wants? Now, if you're in, got a surgeon involved or you've got the, or you're in the ER, well, of course, you trust these docs to know what they're doing and to help pull you through a stat need, whatever it is. And you'll never see me complain because I've used them and I've worked in them. So you'll never see me ever, ever, ever complain about a good surgeon and a good ER doc. These are essential to man for every reason you can name as some pharmaceuticals are. There are no question that some pharmaceuticals are essential in our world today. With all the accidents and trauma and all this stuff going on, are you kidding? It is the world of diseases and the treatment of these diseases that is the problem. And that's what you have to look at. So when you're looking at your body and you're going, I've got a B cell or T cell lymphoma, whatever lymphoma, what is the word? after B and T, lymphoma. So when you're talking about lymphoma, are we talking about the blood? No, it is not bavoma, it's lymphoma. It's the lymphatic system, which is your main immune system. Just because they don't understand how it works, that's where the problem is, right? They don't understand the interstitial need of the lymphatic fluids and what they're there for. Remember, we've talked about this a lot, that the world's best, the International Society of Lymphologists or whatever it is, Dr. West was a part of that one, still, after all these years, think that, you know, the, the lymph is there only to buffer blood proteins. Uh, uh, uh. Can anybody uh, use the word sewer system? Everything has to have a sewer system to it. Right? Exactly. So when the sewer system's backed up in your house, how does that, have you ever had that happen to you? If you haven't, it's an interesting experience. You know, sewage coming back up. Yeah, yeah. That's what you don't want. How about all the methane glass that they're blaming the cows? Now they got diapers for cows. That's the sewer system. And if the sewer system backs up in the house, what are you going to see? Because on the two sides of chemistry, which side is sewage on? Remember, it's breaking down to go back to the atoms again since we are an atom rearrangement universe. We are a Lego universe called atoms. So we need atoms. It's a completed universe. You can't just say, well, I'm going to have a baby and go grab a bunch of atoms to have the baby because somebody has to give up their atoms for you to get atoms. So you see birth, life, and death with trees, plants, everything you see is birth, life, and death tied to it. Because atoms have to be constantly rearranged into different forms. Can't just go grab, in a created universe, you can't just go grab more atoms. There's no more building materials. They're all being used. So you see this in galaxies. You see this everywhere. You see the breakdown of everything. Birth, life, and death. And it's just essential. Your bodies are going to go through that. You don't have birth, life, and death. No, your consciousness. Consciousness doesn't have duality tied to it. Awareness. And that's why we talk a lot about being in the now, getting where there is no time, there's no duality 
That's where consciousness is. That's where you are. But to experience consciousness, to experience something other than just pure beingness, you have to have duality. Oops. Sorry about that. So you have to have duality uh, uh, to experience and to have differences. Man and woman, night and day, uh, short and tall. Everything you see is duality, two forces at play. I always use that Star Wars thing where Luke and the Master, you know, the Divine is talking to him, and uh, uh, the Master's saying, trust in the Force, Luke. Trust in the Force, right? And I'm going, which one? Which one? There's two of them. And that's what you have to realize. So when you look at any lymphoma or any, any cell that's damaged, you have to pull back and look at things from a greater perspective than just looking at the little cell. Oh, we got a cell. He's a bad boy. He's going to go hurt. He's going to go over here to the pancreas and create pancreatic cancer over there. What do you think that is around one cell that's damaged that's around all the other cells? The lymphatic system. So when your sewer system is backed up around one cell, as a rule, remember, kidneys right, kidneys left. One side of the body's backed up, head to toe. You'll see more tumors and everything on one side of the body first before you see them on the other side. Of course, you can have both kidneys going down, and both kidneys, as a rule, don't filter anyway. But as a rule, one kidney is always a little weaker genetically and always a little less filtering than the other one, and you always see the tumors and problems on one side of the body over another. You see even growth that way. The endocrinology of the body is divided that way. So you see different patterns. One side of the body can be uh, bigger than the other side. Some ladies have bigger breasts on one side than the other side. Some people have bigger feet on one side than on the other side. That's the way it is. So when you take a look at that, it's fascinating, but it's also simplistic when you understand that you have a fluid that is a sewer fluid that is responsible for removing the acid side of chemistry out of the body. If you don't remove acids out of the body, what are you going to see? Well, let's move over to acids and what are they, all right? They're cationic, meaning they have a destructive principle to them. They are what we call corrosive in chemistry. Yeah, anybody throw an acid in your face? So the next time this person wants to give you chemo, say, you know, let me, can I do this first? I want you to give me a little vat of, chem, of chemo and let me throw it in your face, okay? Is that okay? So you oncologists, uh, let me take the chemo you're giving these people and let me throw a little bit, say, uh, say a half a cup or a quarter of a cup in your face. Would you, would you, would, what would you be up for that? I don't think you're going to find any takers. If you do, whew, you've got one real stupid, stupid medical doctor that really needs to go out and find another job washing dishes at uh, McDonald's or somewhere. Because uh, you, 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 that's insanity. Anybody throw an acid at the pH of chemo, which is probably 1.6 to 2, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail if you throw that acid in somebody's face, right? But 
it's okay to put it in your veins. Because, oh, oh, my face is made up of what? Cells. But inside of my body, the, the, blood, the blood vessels are made, oh, the blood vessels are made of cells. Oh, oh. And, and then the liver, it's, oh, it's made of cells too. Except these cells are a little stronger than those cells. And look what happens in psoriasis and acne and all these things. What do you see? The ulcerations of tissue, meaning the breakdown of tissue. Tissue is what? A group of cells. Oh, what side of chemistry is responsible for that? Acids, predominantly. They're corrosive. They're glomative. They make you hard. They make you stiff. They, they'll make a tumor hard as a rock. Uh, they'll make your body hardened. All those people that become stoned up, what side of chemistry do you think they're on? How about uh, Celine Dion? What side of chemistry do you think her body's on? Very malabsorbed lady. Uh, very kidney. So what do you think is her problem? How do you save people like that? It's not difficult. How do you save yourself if you're diagnosed with a type of cancer, knowing that that's just a word they use for cells that are being damaged in your body? Again, what cytochemistry is damaging the cells? Acids. Well, is the blood acidic? No. If your blood is acidic, what happens to the form? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can get cremated or whatever you want to do, right? So your blood cannot be acidic. That's the kitchen. It has to be alkaline. It has to be energetic. But what happens to the acid side of chemistry? Your blood can't take it. And medical doctors think your body dumps all its acids back into the blood. Another kindergarten thinker. You know, you cannot do those things. You have a whole system that's responsible for elimination. But here's two kidneys sitting there and a third kidney called the skin. But I don't know how the body gets rid of acids. And you've got lymph nodes. And if you have any A&P book, it'll tell you that there's bacteria in the, in the lymph nodes to break down acids. You know, from three, it doesn't say, but it's really three pH. Most acids, systemic acids are three pH or around that level. So imagine a, can't, a cell being damaged by three pH right? 3 pH acid will take a normal cell, make it atypical, and then finally break it down to a degenerative or what they call a cancer cell. But they're going to give you 2 pH or below. Uh, somebody sitting in the corner with a dunce cap on? I mean, you got to wake up. All you guys got to wake up to this. No matter what they want, tell them to drink it. You like your chemo so much, let's see you drink a vat of that. What, this is all just going down the esophagus and going down into the stomach and all that? What do you got? Oh, cells. Oh, yeah, and the stomach's made of what? Cells. And even though the stomach is an acid chamber, if it's too acidic, what happens? Oh, ulcers of the stomach. Oh, my God. Well, what's an ulcer then? Oh, the breakdown of tissue. And what side of chemistry does that? Acids. So you have to learn that you have kidneys and a skin for elimination of internal waste. The stool is not of elimination of internal waste, even though we've talked about it and detoxing and stuff does. You think there is something that moves through the stool, and I agree. I think the GI tract can spit some of its interstitial waste through itself into the, gut, into the uh, canal, and then you can poop them out. But by far, urine 
must be acidic. And if you have good good bacteria in your lymph nodes and you haven't killed them with all the antibiotics, then you're going to have a good 6 pH there urine. And so that's good. You know, you have to understand your body set up by nature, involved with nature, like bacterium, for really good reasons. And getting rid of systemic acids is a real good reason. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Most of you already understand this. So uh, I'm going to say if you're going to do chemo, first of all, ask your oncologist if you can throw uh, that, uh, a little bit of that chemo in his face or her face. If it's, if, it's, if it's okay for me and it doesn't kill me, then it shouldn't hurt you if you just throw some on the face, right? Or just pour some on the, pour some on the skin right here on your arm. You might not like what you see, but, you know. So that's what's happening to you internally with chemo. And radiation burns the hell out of you anyway. So these are, the, these are the tools that people use that claim that cancer is some type of renegade conscious cell that's going to get in and make all your other cells cancerous cells. How infantile, how stupid, how low can you get with that kind of awareness or lack thereof? What? So this is how, what you have to say, Robert. You have to understand that you're way too acidic. Your lymphatic system isn't filtering properly through your kidneys, and that's the gig. So what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to move from any chemistry that you're bringing into you, whether it's putting it on your skin, whether you're drinking it, whether you're eating it, uh, whether you're breathing it. You want to know whether that's acid or alkaline, right? So the only alkaline-forming foods are fruits, berries, melons, and vegetables. That's it. I mean, you can, you know, there's a lot of argument about quinoa and millet and stuff like that, but you're talking about starch, right? No. You want living, breathing foods that alkalize, which is, what's another word for alkalization? Hydration. And that's what you want. You want to bring this alkaline foods. That's the first thing you want to you bring. In chemistry, you're looking at electrons and protons. You want electron-rich foods to neutralize these proton-dominant uh, chemistry. Because that's the acid side of chemistry. So you want these high electron or electrolyte called foods. And that's going to be fruits, berries, melons, and your vegetables. So what's common, I've got that chart I think I've showed you from the American Cancer Society. If you want to reduce your risk, all right, this is from the American Cancer Society in 1986. You see any meat on that? I don't see any meat on that. All right, American Cancer Society. Yahoo, right? You don't see this anymore. Matter of fact, I've lectured in front of a lot of their groups, about prostate groups and man-to-man -man and the uh, breast cancer groups. No one's ever seen this chart. Whoever put it out, just cut it out. Because I tell you, it's not out there. I don't know how I got it. I can't remember. But you want that side of chemistry. So the first thing you do is change your ingestion. If you're working where you're breathing in acids, Stop. 
wherever you're getting involved with acids and acidifying the body, you've got to stop because how do you change the outcome when acids are chewing on your cells? How do you change that? How do you find remedy for that? You've got to go to the other side of chemistry. There's only two sides. That's how simple this is. It's scary because you're, you're all tied into cancers, complex, and all that. What's scary is, is my kidneys filtering fast enough? Can I get them to filter? Has my lymph nodes hardened or have they broke down? Because you break down your lymph nodes, you've just broken a chain to the path from the tissue or cells to the kidneys and the outside world. Those lymph nodes are vital. To, to your body and to the cells. They're your septic tanks. No one takes out their septic tank when the septic tank becomes full and starts to back up in their house. They don't go, well, I'll take my septic tank out. It'll be okay. That's the problem. It's a septic tank. God, and that's, that's where the problem is. They're blaming the septic tank and they're blaming uh, the cells for what's beating them up. And there's nothing more stupid on this planet than that, really. So all I can say is that's the first thing. The second thing for me is get into the botanicals. That's why I created all these. That's why I created the detox kits. You go after the kidney. You get all the tools that nature affords you to use, not what man affords you. Man doesn't make anything that can help you like that. You're going to grab nature's tools. Well, herbs are not for diseases. Any, any herbalist that teaches herbs are for diseases uh, needs to go find a better herb school. Because herbs are for body parts, herbs are for cells and the fluids that surround them. There's herbs for the blood, there's herbs for the lymphatic system, there's herbs for the liver, for the kidneys, not for hepatitis and all these other things. That's all the name we give the problems we see when the body becomes acidic. So we're going after those tissues that are responsible for helping the body eliminate better. Kidneys, uno number one, adrenal glands on top because they're the endos that control them. Absolutely, those two are must-dos. There's lymphatic herbs, plenty of great ones out there. So you want a lymphatic formula. Then how about the endocrinology? You want to pick up the bosses. You want to pick up the glands that are affecting everything that's functionable. I also like to go after the liver, by the way. And the other thing that I like to do initially is deworm you. I mean, if you have never dewormed yourself, you might want to do that. Some people have a bunch of load of worms, and some people don't have many at all, and some don't have any. So you want to deworm yourself, then it'll help over the body, and defungal the body. I wouldn't try to kill bacterium in the body, because they're there chewing and eating. You know, they're helping you. Matter of fact, so is fungus, be actually, you know, all of these people are in there helping you. It's just you and the way you eat and the way your body metabolizes or not, where you set up all this fermentation or putrefaction and all the things you see involved in that process. And man is not a protein eater, and we've been sold this bill of goods that man needs all this protein and stuff. Go ahead, see what proteins do to you. You know, they break you down. They make you stink like the protein you're eating. You eat hogs, you smell like a hog. I'm telling you, especially those that get real clean, go out and have some uh, bacon or ham and see what you smell like under your arms. <laughs> Whew. I mean, it's just, when you think about it, then you realize the body does absorb these proteins. Crazy, 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 crazy. But you want to get, it just happens that grapes, to me, as the number one food for any type of diagnosis of cancer. 
because they're high in flavonoids, they're high in alkalinity, especially the darker ones. Uh, they are the power and the magic. They're, I'm sure their uh, electromagnetic energies are around 13,000. Uh, they're just really an incredible food for hydrating fast, getting the kidneys, because they have some astringent effect. Remember, you, you're looking for astringent effects too. You know, and that's why even some of the acid fruit is not bad, like a good navel orange. The sweetest navel orange I've had, there doesn't taste like there's an acid anywhere in it. But grapefruits, you can do those sort of things because they are still high electrons, but they still have the astringent acidic principles. And that is your drawing, your pulling. And at the same time, you're using herbs to open up the uh, filtration of the kidneys because that's what I've learned. It's what I broke off to this world is the fact that your kidneys are the eliminative organs for the lymphatic system along with your skin and that you must see sediment in your urine. You must see snow in your urine. If your urine is clear, why the hell do you have urine for? Get rid of the excess water in the body. Why do you have water in the body? Oh, it's in the fruits and things, but people don't eat that. I mean, you, you got to stop back and look at the uh, matter of fact, if you haven't taken our courses in our school, have at it. They're not expensive and you'll learn a lot. I go through this whole thing with physics, chemistry, and keep it simple for you. But it helps you to understand and have the power of, of knowledge and awareness. I say more awareness than knowledge because awareness is the key. You want to give someone an acid that is, that is uh, 10 to 15 times hotter than the acid that's damaging the cells, you're into Willy Wonka land of insanity or Alice in Wonderland and went down the rabbit hole. That's crazy. It's beyond crazy. It's insanity. And the problem is they don't realize that elimination is as vital as consumption. There's the two aspects, and one is just as important as the other. And what man doesn't know is how to identify proper elimination. They pee and they poo. That's all we do. So no. And when you're so acidic that the kidneys swell up and, and everything uh, starts to break down in the kidneys, guess what happens? You don't pee anymore. Look at all the people on dialysis that can't self-urinate anymore. That's a problem, especially when your urine is the major part of the lymphatic system. So whether they like it or not, they have to open up a little more and get out of these A&P books that have half-ass information in them that's not accurate. Start, start using your own awareness and looking at this as a jigsaw puzzle and see how all of it fits together. That's to you medical doctors. And quit hurting people, you know? That's the medical doctors that treat diseases. You're in a wrong field. There is no such thing. And because of that, remember, it makes you the number one killer of humans on the planet. So those are things I do. And look at our successes around the world. I have very few people that don't make it. There's some, but we, we've seen cases. We've got one right now. It's surprising me, even. But making it, making it, hanging it in there, making it. And it's like, that's what it takes. You've got to be straight, forthright, and uh, self-disciplined out the butt. Because when the time you see tumors, you're in trouble. You know, when the body starts swelling up and you start to feel humps and bumps, you're in trouble lymphatically. This is not blood. This is the lymphatic system. 
So you have to ask yourself, well, how do I, what's all this lymph fluid that's, this lymph system that's much bigger than the blood system? And, and I has to be able to eliminate waste outside of the world. And why is it a lipid-based system in the first place? You know, understanding the difference between lymph and blood, one is water-based and one is uh, lipid-based. Therefore, the gallbladder is a major part of the lymphatic system. Your body does all this and uses all this for vital reasons. And remember, when you've been diagnosed with a cancer cell of any type or an atypical cell, look at all these pap smears coming back with atypical cells to the females. First thing you're going to, I'm going to grab the heel all tea and start douching. That's number one. But I'm going to change my ingestion. My, my relationship with chemistry must change. Because it's simply chemistry breaking you down. You can blame disease. You can blame uh, some energy from Moose Jaw, Alaska. You can blame, uh, I don't know. You can blame God if you want. But the reality is it's your interfacing with chemistry that's bringing you into the problem. And that sits right on top of what? Your genetic weaknesses. You know? And so as we spiral downwards in our genetic weaknesses, uh, it's a mess. These young people are in trouble for many reasons. So, you know, get yourself focused and get yourself on a fruit diet. Uh, that's why I say when you diagnose with a cancer cell, I'm going to go on a grape diet. Boop, I'm on it. You know, 10 days, 20 days. What do you mean? You're out, you have the top food on the planet, basically. Uh, you could eat that forever. We're frugivores. You could eat grapes for the rest of your life. So what? You're not going to starve for nutrition because that's where all the nutrition is on the planet. Nutrition's in a dead piece of meat. There's no nutrition in a dead piece of meat, especially if you cook it. I mean, there's, there's nothing there. Grains starts with nutrition in grains. There's no nutrition in grains. Look at the uh, en enzyme inhibitors, the high phytic acids. Look, look at beans. Look at all the nutrition. There's no nutrition in beans. What do you got to do? Sprout them. So... You want living foods. That's where all the nutrition for all the animals are. So, got to go to that. And remember, reduce your risk. American Cancer Society. Yeah. Except some of that crap I wouldn't eat. But, you know, it's still better than the American Dietetics Association. All right, this is a 62-year-old Donovan uh, male from the United States, five foot six inches. Ooh, so 205 pounds, a little overweight. COVID-19 vaccine side effects. Holy crap, did you see Elon Musk? That dumb butt. I mean, here's a good guy, right? Trying to get truth out there and trying to stop this insanity of misinformation lies and stuff like that. So he gets his booster and goes into serious side effects. And what was his brother went into myocarditis? Guy's got to wake up, and I'm hoping he'll wake up and start getting out on Twitter and allowing these docs to put their truth out on Twitter and people wake up to this. Uh, what is your recommendation for diet and nerves to heal myself? Absolutely. First of all, you got a lot of neurotoxicity going on there. So that's why you see a lot of neurological problems with that. You got the spike proteins. God, stupid people. I don't know why these people aren't arrested, but, you know, man hasn't woke up enough. He hasn't seen enough deaths yet, and yet you hear them all day long, all day long. All these people are dying. Presley, all these people are dying. Oh, they have drug after they're blaming it on this or they're blaming it on that. 
But in reality, most of these have been vaxxed and accelerates your death big time. So the first thing is get on the proper side of chemistry because most of this, remember when the German uh, uh, researchers came out and said, what's all these toxic metals in this vaccine that we're finding? It's not listed on their ingredient list. Huh, and then what was it, Spain? The Spaniards came up and found the graphene oxide, which Dr. Tenpenny's been talking about for the last two years. And it's been known that graphene oxide is a part of that. Thank God there's some good researchers out there who are willing to tell the truth. Why would you put graphene, not, not listed on the ingredient level, label? and what is graphene oxide? How about the, uh, what was it, sodium azide that they had on the Q-tips that they were, they were trying to get uh, uh, way up in there and get this uh, sodium azide? I never heard of sodium azide. I asked Pat. She never either, but found out it's very toxic, very dangerous. Why would you do something like that if your goal wasn't to kill? So there you go. Link that to the world order and you have all your answers right there. What uh, the power these guys have to make all these presidents and, and prime ministers and everybody make their people get vaxxed. They just killed millions and millions of people for them. Watch them. You're seeing them in your own countries dying right and left. 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds. Makes you sick to your stomach. What bad karma that is. Holy crap-a-doodle. Fire? Yeah. So, number one, I'm on a grape diet. Again, same thing as cancer. I'm on a grape diet or I'm on all fruit, berries, and melon. Forget the veggies. If you do any veggies, make it green drinks, right? That, that's where you're going to go with that. Forget eating them. Juice them. But you, you really want to get into the uh, fruits, berries, and melons, particularly the fruits and the berries. That's your power. That's your nutrition. That's your hydration. That's your alkalization because hydration is the key. Getting your kidneys to filter, key uno number one. Get your kidney because out that doorway is how you got to go. Sweat your butt off. Make sure your basal temperatures are up around 98. If not, take some herbs or get a glandular for your thyroid. Get yourself sweating. Wrap yourself up. Sweat and urinate with filtration. It's the only way because how do you eliminate chemistry that in your body you don't want. And that's also the chemistry from metabolism. You don't want the byproducts, the, the, the poop from cells to stay in your body, do you? Cells poop just like you do. So how do you get rid of cellular poop? Or better words, how do you get rid of cellular waste? Metabolitic waste. Waste from the activity of the cells, which are predominantly not alkalized acids. And then, on, we, what is the acid side of chemistry? What does it give you back? What's the blowback from being acidic? And that's what you see a whole world of diseases. So to protect yourself, and I've said this, uh, anyone has remember, remember how you can put a magnet? Graphene oxide, you son of a bitches. How you can put magnets on your backside? What? You know, when, you, when you're trying to develop an immunity, go to homeopathy and look at how their philosophy is. In other words, if you were, because I don't agree with it, but, all right, homeopathy is at least, homeopathy should replace the medical establishment big time. If you're going to treat diseases, go to homeopathy. Because they deal with the essence of things. So I got, 
poisoned with quinine, so the remedy homeopathy, uh, homeopathically was essences of quinine. Well, there's no way in hell when you can't breathe the quinine, you're going to bring more, even the essence of that in the body. <laughs> but that's how you develop immunity. You give more. Like, all right, uh, let's go back to, uh, to uh, polio. We know that one well, don't we, Marco? So how do you get, uh, how do you treat polio through the vaccine? You give the polio virus. Yeah, and then they develop immunity, blah, 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 blah. But so many people contracted polio from what? The vaccine. I've got pictures and stories from the newspapers about that. i got one poor mama looking at her baby, and, she, and it says, baby contracted polio from the vaccine, giving you back the very thing you're trying to get rid of. I mean, the insanity of this sort of thing, man had not developed highly when it comes to health issues and health smartness. And you guys need to. You guys are the saviors out there, and you need to understand and get well-grounded on that and fight for truth because all this is misinformation, unconsciousness that's destroying humans. And it's just too bad. Of course, you see the uptake. Remember I told you several years ago, you're going to start seeing the uptake of what? Our little friends from other places? Now look at the news full of this. They're visiting in here like crazy. Remember I called this Star Wars bars a lot of years ago. Welcome to it. It's coming. Mm -hmm. So for yourself, though, you want to power up spiritually. That is get beyond the mind and emotions and beyond the physical involvements. Not that you're going to leave them, but you're going to use them instead of them using you. And the only way you can use the mind and use the emotions is become conscious. And how do you become conscious? Quit thinking, quit, quit playing with the emotions, and get into the now where you become the observer, not the thinker, the observer of the thoughts, right? And if you've got been backed, you've got to hit this hard. I would also do blood circulation, and I'd also do brain and nervous system. So I would do, look at the kits. Matter of fact, my new book has got it all laid out. I've got it all laid out in this new book. I hope you guys like it. We're going to make it cheaper. We're just, but it's not going to be bound like that. Uh, it costs so much. Oh, you see that nice paper? You can't rip it. It's just nice. It's 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 it's, it's, last. it's for practitioners. They can go and thumb through all this all the time without ripping pages out. You know, I've had that. All my my school books and things are all ripped up. You know, you're using them and you're going back and you're studying and you're you know you tear things up. So we're trying to have it bound so it is gives you quality, but it won't be at the level because it's just so expensive, and I just hate that, but I can't help it. It's just the way this one turned out. But that's all laid out, and those are the protocols I would use no matter what. And I give you also the herbs that I would suggest you add if you need to. The herbs you can add, the herbs I would not add, things like that's in there as well. And there's two programs. There's a, I'm going to hit this and kick it in the ass, and then there's the uh, more economical one in there. I tried to do both of them for you. So, uh, you know, hit that. And But that's you're going to go full bore raw, full bore fruit, in my opinion, if you've been vapped. But hit the brain and nerve circulation, hit at least two kidney formulas, hit the endocrine gland formula, maybe additional adrenal formula. Uh, I'm going to do an lymphatic formula for sure, and you want to hit your liver. You want to clean your liver out. And those herbs are good for everything, too. They're good for blood. They're good for lymph. 
So it's a win, 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 win. But for those that have been back that hear this, you're in trouble. Whether you know it right now or not, you're in trouble. You've been vaccinated, and especially if you've been boosted, they're after you. They want you dead. Remember, their, their theme is humans are useless eaters. That was from Schultz. Well, this guy was on the news at the world thing. What a creep he is. He wants most of the people dead on the planet. He is a, 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 a ridiculous globalist. He's insane. And he's out there at the economic forum, you know, right there with uh, uh, John Kerry. What a loser that guy is. And then, of course, what's his name? Uh, uh, these guys are sick puppies. We're the chosen ones to save the planet. You sick people. Sick humans. All right, this is from Germany. Bettina, 33 years young, not detoxifying on raw diet. Hi, Dr. Morris. Thank you for all your amazing inform. Oh, thanks, honey. Talking to you, time to answer my question. All my life, I have been eating an unhealthy diet, especially lots of candy as a child. I like candy once in a while, but I'm not tied into it anymore. Once you get the fungus controlled in your body, you candy is not something, you know, especially all the hard candy and all the complex sugars, you know, all that. Uh, and in my 20s, I have thyroid issues since high school. First hyperthyroid, then hyper, hypo, I mean. So hyper always goes into hypo, always, eventually, sometime. So hyperactivity is always an acidic condition. Whether it's a lymph stuck in the thyroid gland, she probably has some nodules on it. But acids can hyperstimulate initially, and then they destroy. So everything that's hyper will eventually go hypo. And I always use Mick from Fleetwood Mac as a good example, the drummer. He's got a, a tribute band out now. It's not too bad. Um, but anyway, that, that's... Uh, you, you, you've got to get in and move that lymph. You've got to get the acids out. Because on the alkaline hydrating side of chemistry, that makes cells healthy again. That electrifies and turns on a cell to its original consciousness again. When you get into the herbs, the magic of those things to return cells back to their blueprint awareness is amazing. So that's what you're looking at because, you know, looking at milk products and dairy products, this is what clogs the throat, the thyroid, the parathyroids, the sinuses, the bronchi, the trachea, uh, the lungs, all of these things are mucus because dairy products are very mucus forming. Well, where does mucus come from? The mucosa. Well, how do I get the mucosa? What would make this mucosa produce mucus? Foreign chemistry, and foreign chemistry can be defined as any chemistry that's not harmonious with the homo sapien body, and that is dairy proteins, especially after age about six months, in my opinion, and especially if you're a mama breastfeeding and you're on an acidic diet and your milk becomes acidic. Milk in, from no species, no animal species, should be acidic. That'll, that'll mutate and warp the offspring. Uh-uh. No, all milks have to be alkaline milks. There are ratios of, of, of sugars to lipids to proteins are a little different because of the structure. But in no milks that I've examined is the protein above, as always the lowest side of it. Your, your uh, lipids can be higher and more in balance with your, uh, with your uh, sugars, but sugars are key essential for what? 
That's your energy components. Without sugar, you don't get energy, and you don't break down a structure to get energy. You don't break down a protein for energy. Your body doesn't burn protein for energy. Uh-uh. These are for carriers and uh, if you need muscle tissue replaced <coughs> or whatever. So uh, you, you don't burn protein for energy. And that's part of the problem. You burn carbohydrates for energy. Carbohydrates are carbon-chained uh, foods. Starch is complex uh, uh, carbon. Uh, just like a protein is complex amino acids. You look at a dead piece of animal, that's a complex structure of amino acids. And what does your body do when you eat a piece of meat? It starts to break apart the, the complex structures going through the peptide, polypeptide stages down into what? The amino acid stages. And of course, half of those are not properly broken down because of the way we combine our foods. And then you are absorbing these proteins. Oh, I smell like a cow today. Or, mmm, oranges, mmm, coconut, mmm. Just saying. Uh, so, to, to get this thyroid in shape, because eventually you'll get nodules and eventually you'll get a goiter. Well, how do you cure goiters? That's Roseanne Calabrese. How do you get rid of a goiter? What system do you go after? The blood? No, and you don't treat the thyroid with more thyroid. No, you want to go after the lymphatic system, the acid system that's suppressing the function of the cells of the thyroid gland and probably other things. You also, uh, I don't know how tall you are. I don't know how to break down centimeters with uh, inches. But if you're short, you know you've got a pituitary problem or tall. Using about 5'9", five, 5'10", Five eleven to tops to gauge. Then twelve years ago, Hashimoto, with uh, twenty one, uh, I suddenly developed bad acne. See here, now you start to see the picture that all these acids now interstitially are starting to pop out on the skin. If she's so full of acids, now you're seeing it come out the skin. The fun guy has his brain. Who? The fun guy. In here? Yeah. Do you want to? No, not in here. Thank you, Matt. Good to see you. Even though it's organic, I still, uh-uh. Okay, so bad acne. So you see how all that acid in her system, the lymph system, this is the largest eliminating organ you have, more tied to the lymph than the blood. So now you're starting to see that. As I got older, I got brain fog, migraines, anxiety. Well, here you go. She's up here, but she's also adrenals. Anxiety is the adrenals. Well, the problem has always been in her kidney and adrenals, right? Right. So now she's seeing what that is. UTI, there you go. Kidneys are breaking down. There you go. All of the kidneys are backing up even. Eye floaters and last year ovarian cysts. See where we're talking about now? She's starting to get cysts from this. Her lymph system just backed up. Dermoids, uh, chocolate cysts of three centimeters. You know, this your your lymphatic system, honey, is backed up. That's 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 just what it is. And you've got to get your kidneys filtering to to get remedy from this. But you're backed up on the head as well. And you probably have been. Probably since you were born even. Take a look at your eyes and see if you have lymph nodes popped out all around. That's another big deal. Two years ago I realized I cannot continue like this and I discovered the uh, medical medium diet. 
and I was happy to get rid of most of the symptoms that made my day-to-day -day life unbearable, brain fog especially. Yeah, that sucks. I was also able to get off my thyroid medication, Elthroxine 100 during those two years within the first three months without any withdrawal, which I tried before while eating an unhealthy diet and had horrible withdrawal. Yeah, you can't just keep living in the same world of chemistry and then get off what uh, is uh, uh, steroids, and well, in this case, hormones. Can't do it. Uh, but my thyroid is still not working on its own. My TSH is at 8. Whoa! That's why you had hyperthyroid then. Because your TSH really should be more around 4. Half of that. So that shows me your your pituitary is hyper uh, stimulated, but you got you had brain fog, you had all kinds of acids building up in the head area. You got acne to prove that and stuff like that. I have a lot of antibodies. Yeah, two years ago I discovered you and went straight to 100% raw, mostly fruits, occasionally some veggie fruits and salad for balance. I'm working with a detox specialist for two months now, and she put me on a bunch of your herbs: kidney and bladder one through four, adrenal glandulars, lymphatic system, spleen, blood, blood support, endocrine gland support. Da -da 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 -da, heal all tea. I'm feeling great on this raw diet. I have so much more energy, although I have lost six k. Uh, so, you're going to balance out, you know, you're going to get a little skinny and then you're going to come back up. But I was, I was expecting heavier detox symptoms than just a little mucus uh, in uh, the urine and stool. That, that, that's good though, to get mucus out of your stool or mucus in your urine. You know what, then get a little more strict. Go on to just a grape fast and then or just go to a water fast. You know, if you want to kick it up even deeper, go deeper into that world, right? I just don't feel like I am detoxifying. Well, you are, you know, maybe not as fast as you like, then strict it up more. Get rid of all veggies, get up all on just grapes, you know, strict it up a lot more. My bowels are regular on a fruit diet five to six times a day. Whoa, shit. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't think you should have over four a day on just all fruit, three to four at the very most. But if they're formed stools on fruit and veggies, three, oh, on fruit, it's five to six times a day. On fruit and veggies, three to four times a day. Do I have to go deeper in order to get heavier detox symptoms? Well, don't beg for heavier detox symptoms. If you're seeing sediment in your urine and, uh, and you're getting mucus out, even your urine and stool, that's all really good stuff. Uh, if you got a lot of sulfur, if there's orange in your eye, that might be holding you back a little bit. But if you want to go deeper, the deeper you go means you're going to go into a mono. Considering the most radical detox is going to be a, uh, a dry uh, fast. That's going to be the most radical detox you're going to get into, uh, which I don't uh, recommend over 24 to 36 hours. But water fasting is universal and you know, you want a good alkaline water in bottles. But uh, a water fast, certainly. That, that is your second down. Your third down is going to be a single mono fruit diet. Then from fourth down is going to be a, all fruit. Then you're going down to the fifth down, you're going to add berries and melons to that. Sixth down, you're going to add green drinks. Seventh down, you're going to add veggies.
Do I have to, uh, let me see, so far I have not seen any progress in shrinking my ovarian cysts, neither my thyroid. My basal temperature is always around 97.7. That's not real bad, though. 97.7 is not bad. That's not hypo. Because you want 97.7, 97.8, 98, around in there. You don't want too hot, and then you don't want too cold. Too cold is going to be around, uh, oh, you're 97.7. That is low. The TSH uh, fluctuates. Sometimes it's 80. Well, I, you have a different type of uh, figures in your blood work. Next week, it's 8. And antibodies also did not decrease. Well, you just keep digging in. Like I say, get into the stricter levels. Go to a mono grape diet. Do some water fasting on the side. Maybe hit a, a dry fast uh, once every few weeks and just see what you get out. Uh, my fiance and I want to have a baby. I would wait. But I want to heal myself first. Smart lady, smart sweetheart, do not get yourself, get all these things in balance. And in detox, you could see your fluctuation of glands. How long do you think this will take to heal and or at least see results? I don't see, I don't know, have your eyes here to take a look. If you want to send me in a picture of your eyes, we can take a look at that and I can give you a better view of that. I know it's only been two months, but only been two months. Yeah, settle in for a good year. Yeah, two months is nothing. You want to settle in for a good year or more. Absolutely. Give, you know, you're 30-some years old. Give yourself a year or two to detoxify. Yeah, I mean, two months, that's nothing. You know, that's nothing. Now, some people go right into heavy cold and flu-like symptoms and stuff like that. They're, they're like a body ready to pop, but that's not the case here. But you are backed up pretty good. Can you also please explain what the antibodies are doing if not attacking my thyroid? They're not attacking your thyroid. You just developed some antibodies. Uh, my doctor wants me to be on thyroid medication to lower my TSH. <sighs> you know, that's another part of endocrinology that's stupid. You, you know, they've almost forgot that the pituitary is its own gland. And that when you're going to have thyroid uh, uh, nodules or you're going to see a lot of lymphatic problems with the thyroid, guess where else you're going to see them? Pineal, pituitary. Uh, my guess is you've got real uh, pituitary problems controlling the other side. If your TSH is swinging back and forth, so is your thyroid. Because that's thyroid-stimulating hormone. That's not produced, so we're going to bring your thyroid way down. So that'll bring down your TSHs, but your TSHs are swinging hyper-hypo. Uh, no. When you see bradytachy, hyper-hypo, all these sort of things, that's your, that's your inflammatory processes. That's acidosis big time. That's, what, that's your lymphatic system, and you need to drain the head out. Try your neural lymphatic points down your back. Uh, hot and cold showers on the back and stuff like that. Work with some of these other points to get yourself opened up that way. Do some good massage therapy that understands these kinesiology points, uh, neural lymphatic points, and work that way as well. Uh, also, you know, again, get yourself up more mono. You've only been two months. That ain't nothing, man. That ain't nothing. I've been 50 years going back and forth doing this. Uh, in order to have a healthy pregnancy, I am not do going that route. I wouldn't. Uh, where should my TSH be after detoxing in order to start trying for a baby? 
Ah, you know why, honey? I wouldn't use my TSH in, in the States. TSH in a good, healthy TSH is going to be probably 2.5 uh, to 4, 4.5 within those ranges. Again, depending upon the condition of the thyroid and the like. But you're gearing just for the pituitary TSHs, whether you're going to have a baby and healthy. What about the ovarian cysts? You know, what about all the other FSHs and all the other uh, hormones by the pituitary? You know, you, gotta, you, you really want to look at your eyes and use that as the barometer. Because, and make sure you don't have ovarian cysts. Make sure you don't have uterine fibroids. Make sure you don't have any atypical cells. Make sure your, your thyroid, but your adrenal glands, your blood pressures are good. You know, 120 over 60. You want to make sure everything's good, that you don't have low blood pressures. You know, all these things. I think you're a good year away from looking at that and trying to conceive and have a baby. I don't think you should get caught up in that and get caught up in, oh, my TSH is with normal ranges right now. Let's go ahead and have a baby. Uh-uh. And the worst thing you could have is a baby with pituitary problems. Uh-uh. <laughs> now you're looking at downs. You're looking at all kinds of possibilities. Born without faces, structural problems. No. No, 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 no. You want to detox of this thing before you have children. And by the way, the kidneys and adrenal glands are essential to get filtering. If you're not filtering well, but sounds like you're filtering, but if you're not filtering well, neither is your baby. So now your baby's going to have all kinds of endocrinology problems and all kinds of uh, growth problems. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Shoo-wee. No, 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 no. So I'm going to leave it at there right now. And I'll come back and do some more this week. But, uh, no, you, you know, when you're detoxifying and you're looking at a body with genetic weaknesses and lymphatic stagnation, a year is nothing. A year is absolutely nothing. You want to make this a lifestyle. And since you're passionate about having a good baby, make it a great lifestyle, okay? And have fun doing this. But strict up if you want to detox faster. All right. Thank you, my friends. Love you guys. May the blessings be. Baraka Bashad. Love you.